Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is our lovely and energetic co-host, Miss Bobby Bell. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, Miss Bobby. Well, Miss oh, Bobby. Can you hear me now? Are you there? I'm sorry, yeah. Buddy. I am. I didn't realize I had hit the mute button. <laughs> I never hit me. <laughs> well, I you got scared me to death. I'm, I'm raring to go. <laughs> all right. All right. You probably should have had some of that cowboy coffee already so you wouldn't hit the mute button. But uh, anyway. That, but anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So have you ever had real cowboy coffee? Oh, yes. Ah. Oh, yes. Ah. Oh, yes. It, it's. You have to have it in um, like a tin cup. You know, you have to have it in a – at the Santa Clarita Cowboy uh, Festival every year, 
um, there was a group that came came down on and they made cobbler cowboy coffee, you know, over the fire, and um, and they had some other things that they served. Their their cobbler and their coffee people just came. Sorry, musicians that play there, but people just came <laughs> for cobbler and coffee and stayed for the music. <laughs> oh gosh, I love I love uh, 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 cobbler made over a fire. That's pretty good stuff. Oh, yeah. Pretty good stuff. Fabulous. Yeah. So things are starting to ease up just a little bit with this COVID-19 virus that's going around. And uh, back here in Tennessee, they opened restaurants up on Monday for about uh, half occupancy, and and the servers are all wearing masks. And and then yesterday they opened up retail and they're going to let people come in at 50% capacity and uh and everybody wearing mask but uh they haven't opened up anything in Nashville yet so that's just across the state and then i understand bobby that they are going to open up beauty shops and beauty salons next wednesday and uh just in time because I actually have put my hair up in a ponytail now, or I can't decide whether <laughs> I want to, I like, maybe a man bun. What do you think about a man bun or a ponytail? Which way? Ponytail, ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I know Jim is going to, Jim is going to need the same to do the same. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, we've got a great show lined up today. We have a terrific guest joining us on the Campfire Cafe. Who are we going to be talking with? Well, calling in from Michigan, we've got Bob Marshall standing by. Can't wait. All right. We're going to have a good time talking with Bob and sharing some of his great music from his new CD, That's the Way It Should Be. And then in the second hour of the show on the campfire, on Saddle Up America, excuse me, Saddle Up America, we're going to be traveling up to the Big South Fork of East Tennessee and visiting with Donna Martin, who owns True West Campground and Stables. So we've got two hours of great show with a lot of great conversation and, of course, a lot of great music. But right now, let's listen to one of Bob's songs from his CD, That's the Way It Should Be. It's called Ride On, and we'll be back to talk with Bob Marshall in just a moment when we return on the Campfire Cafe. Summer clouds burst rolling in on a blue steel-colored sky. Temperature is dropping fast for this first week in July. The herd is getting edgy. They smell it on the wind. You gotta buckle down and cowboy up before the storm begins. Ride on, ride on, turn collar to the wind. Ride on, ride on, can't let the devil win. Ride on, ride on, carry on and make it cut. Ride on. on what he's do. You can feed yourself or feed your stock, but you know you can't feed too. Sit deep in the saddle, you're the one to get it done. Look for trouble in the eye, you ain't the kind to run. Ride on, ride on, turn color to the wind. Ride on, ride on, can't let the devil 
heart With a paycheck of your sweat Is how your future is Jane. 
I think so, <laughs> Miss Never Ready Bunny there. But, uh, hey, you know, you were on the show three years ago, and we were just talking about this before the show started. We had some technical problems back then, and I missed the entire first 40 minutes of the show. So We missed you. Uh, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate I missed being here. But uh, tell us a little bit about Tell us a little bit about your background. Where'd you grow up, and and uh, a little bit about how you got involved with music to begin with. Uh, well, I I was actually I was born in Michigan, and then later in life uh, moved out to uh, Kansas, Missouri, out that way, and then I came in and coming coming back to Michigan again. Uh, my father was a was a cowboy. He trained horses. He traded horses, and yes, every every typical horse trader story you have ever heard of, that was my father. <laughs> Not necessarily a good thing. Uh, but I, actually, I, and I got into music. It's funny. I, I tell this story, and I don't know if you remember the old Mike Douglas show. Yeah. Yes. Talk show, right? And I was a yeah. kid. I was probably I was probably about 10, 11 years old, something like that. And I was watching a Mike Douglas show. And he had a guitar player on there. They had one of those Spanish arch top guitars. Yeah. And this guy would, I mean, he was a great guitar player, but what he would periodically do is he would, like, thump on the top with his thumb. I just thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. So I saved up my saved up my pennies, and I ended up buying a, a cheap Sears Roebuck Spanish arch top guitar that came in the mail. Wow. And uh, that's how I started out. It, but to this day, I cannot thump the top of the guitar like that guy could, so... <laughs> That's something I'm trying uh, to learn how to do. Yeah. Well, what were your first musical influences? Oh, uh, that's easy. Uh, my father used to always listen to uh, Marty Robbins. Uh, oh, geez, who's the uh, Burl Ives? Yeah. And so I was sort of sort of had a split personality as far as my music because my mother, my mother is certainly a South City girl. And so she she always listens to uh, Perry Como and Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra. So that's yeah. who I listen to all the time between the two of them. You know, I, I think I was tra- probably 35 years old before I realized Frank Sinatra was not a cowboy singer. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did some Western music, so that would confuse you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he, he did. I mean, and they he, all Bing Crosby, and they all did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of fun, you know. I love to watch the old westerns, and uh, oh yeah. If you were in movies of any kind, you did westerns, and Dean Martin did quite a few, and Frank Sinatra mm-hmm. was even in one or two himself. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, uh, it's not that way anymore, but I mean, if you performed, you performed in some kind of a Western. Right. Well, it was such a big genre back then, and it's sort of fun by the way. Yeah, yeah. So where was your first gig? My first gig? uh, Well, in high school, I played in like some high school bands, rock and roll bands, and and we did uh, another friend of mine, and I did... uh, did like a folk music duo, and then okay. after I graduated from high school, I mean, immediately after high school, I started playing in bars, and so mo- primarily as a solo, and so I did the, the usual at the time, it was like the uh, early to mid-70s, and I was doing the singer-songwriter stuff, 
uh, you know, Gordon Lightfoot, Jim Croce, uh, James Taylor, that kind of stuff. Right. So right. I, I performed that for a long time, and it was, it's funny because I was uh, I was really trying to trying to be a square peg fitting into a round hole, and it wasn't working very well. Because I'm, you know, so I was doing all this folk music, and as yeah, like I said earlier before the show, uh, you know, we I dress and I'm I'm a cowboy. I dress cowboy. And so I was late to getting to a show, so I just left the bar and I grabbed my guitar and I went to the show. And a woman at the time that was acting as my my manager, uh, she showed up at the show and I said, so here I am and, you know, my my cowboy clothes, the way I normally would dress. And I did the show and afterwards, after the show was over, she says, you know what, you really should capitalize on this cowboy shtick. And I thought to myself, (laughs) cowboy shtick, that's who I am. And it's like, as soon as I said that, I said, that's who I am. Why am I trying to be something I'm not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of performers uh, had a variety of music that they did early on. And and it took a while for people just to decide, you know, which genre do I actually fit in? And, yeah, uh, yeah, so you were not unlike. That's that's sort of a problem I sometimes have now. I mean. Listening to my music, you can, there's a lot of influences in there uh, that are not strictly cowboy music. So there's some DJs, because it's not strictly what they consider cowboy music, they won't play my stuff. But, I, like, Ride On. Ride On sounds Western. You know, it's that, it that, that Western beat. But I have, like, uh, oh, a couple songs on there. One sounds really Motown. I love Motown. It's got cowboy lyrics, but it sounds Motown. Right. Uh, there's another one I do. You know, I have a bossa nova on there on my latest album. Yes, and I think we're going to hear that one. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. you know, Bob, I guess I guess I feel that we um, that that narrow mindedness it just needs to go away. That we need to be encouraging performers to go after whatever it is that moves them, and um, and we we need to we need to not um, pigeonhole or or peg hole, you know, what genre is a performer in. That's Absolutely. my feeling about Western music. We just have to blow. We have to widen the lane for it. We we just have to let more influences come in. And and I think for performers, you all need to be keep keep stretching yourselves. Keep you know keep keep. Um, you get an idea about something, or you want to play a ukulele, or you know whatever it is. You you should have the right to pursue that as a yeah. creative artist. If you stymie an artist's creativity, you're, sty- you're putting a stymie on the genre because you're not allowing it to grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's a lot of DJs out that have this real strict mindset, well, that's, that's not Western music. Well, you know, I, I've, been, I've been raised a cowboy my whole life. I love Motown music. Does that make it, you know, me not a cowboy? No, it you know, so good mm-hmm. music is mm-hmm. good music. I don't care what kind of genre it is. Exactly, exactly. All right. Well, we're going to get to another song right now. So tell us about She Loves to Dance. Ah, there <laughs> we go. <laughs> Speaking so, of. <laughs> sometimes when I write, I'll sit down and I'll say, you know, if I don't have a real, a real firm idea what I'm going to write about, I don't have that little nugget or kernel of a song idea, I'll sit down and I'll say, well, what am I going to write? 
well, I'm going to write something that sounds like the blues, or I'm going to write something that sounds like Motown, or I'm going to write something that sounds like jazz. So I sat down one day, and I, I don't know why, but I, I like the genre, I like the type of music. I said, you know what, I'm going to write a bossa nova. And then as it developed, I, I thought this would be a lot of fun for the guys in the band, because it would be an opportunity for everybody in the band to take a solo and just as, you know, the way to introduce them to the audience, and, and so I, I really like doing that and presenting the, the, the audience with, these are the guys. These are guys who are musicians. They're not just country Western musicians. They are musicians because my band is exceptional. These guys are awesome. So, so that's where I came from. All right. Well, let's take a listen to She Loves to Dance. It is from the CD. That's the way it should be. Locks up her desk, closes her door. She doesn't have to work this week anymore. Puts her car in the drive, heads off to home. She'll be heading out tonight, but she won't be alone. She's heading for the music, the neon lights. She'll be moving to the beat, dancing all night. She loves to dance, lives for the beat. Bossing over rhythm, ooh, moving her feet. Bolero, pachanga, making a prance. No doubt about it, she loves to dance.
in a trance No doubt about it She loves to dance because people just do not need to see the kind of moves that I was putting on. <laughs> to that song. <laughs> All right, no, I missed that. If I can jump in, I have to tell you, Bob, when the CD arrived and I was playing it through, uh, everything stopped for me. I multitask. I, I, I admit, I put music in and I go about working on my website or whatever. And I listen to a CD usually two or three times through in order to really, you know, hear it all when I'm multitasking. I stopped. This song came on and I was like, what? What is this? What is this? <laughs> and I went back and I just listened and I'm not a dancer, but oh, I could just see this song. When you guys play this song, you know, it, this is it's wonderful. It's just wonderful. Well, that's what yeah. music is Great supposed song. to do. You know, it's supposed to make you stop and, you know, take a, take a second and breathe. And uh, mm-hmm. that's what music should be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'd kind of like to have seen Bobby Jean's moves when she was going back through and listening <laughs> to that. Again. So that would have been fun. He came out uh, in the kitchen to make a cup of coffee, and he's like, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm, I'm dancing to Bob Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're a musician, there's no better feeling, at least for me, than having people dance to your music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz that means that it's really gotten to them. Well, this this is a great song. Great CD. I mean, people are going to love the CD. So, um what's your what's your writing process like, Bob? Uh primarily probably probably 90% of the stuff I write I write solo. Uh I do have a friend down in Nashville I co-write with some of some of the work. But primarily it's I'm a slow writer. Uh, I'll start something and I'll say, no, no, that's not quite right. And I'll and I'll massage the words and I'll get the the words. I'll try to find the words that set just the right tone, just the right feel for it. And so usually I always try to write at least a verse and a chorus right from the start, even if they're not going to be my finished verse and chorus. And right. I'll tuck away that at least. 
and then I'll, I'll revisit it several times. It could take a couple months for me to to really fine tune a song. But uh, you know, sometimes I'll, I have a a folder in my computer with song ideas. Uh, next to my bed, I have I have a folder, uh, not a folder, but like a journal kind of thing, where I can write down song ideas to save. So if I ever get to the point where oh, I, I need to write, what am I going to write about? Oh, right. well, let me go look through some of my ideas. And something will jump off the page at me. I'll say, oh, okay, yeah, that's a good one. I'll try that one. Uh, we're kind of there. Do you, do you ever wake up in the middle of the night and have an idea and decide, i I got to record this or I've got to jot it down or something so I can go back and work oh, on it? Oh, yeah. As, as a matter of fact, there's a song uh, on this album and it's called uh, "Give a Kiss." Okay. And mm-hmm. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure if that's one you have slated to play or not. Well, unfortunately, but, it's not. But I could imagine the idea behind "Give a Kiss" in the middle of the yeah, night. I had, I had a buddy that uh, he his name was George, and he loved to fish. And once he retired, he went fishing every single day. And so I asked him once. I said, "George, I said, do you actually eat all the fish you catch?" He said, oh, no, no, no. He said, I'm, I'm catching release. He said, before I release him, I always give him a kiss first. <laughs> I said, wait, you, you give the fish a kiss? Oh, yeah. I said, why do you do that? He said, well, he said, I want to thank the fish for the adventure and the excitement of the catch. He oh, said, wow. so I thank mm-hmm. I give him a kiss and I turn him loose. And mm-hmm. I, kept that, I kept that thought for, for years. Uh, my friend passed away. And so I still had that jotted down. I said, someday that's going to be a song. And I always, I'm always i one of these people that thinks if uh, somebody from your past or somebody that's passed away comes comes to you in their dream, your dreams, mm-hmm. they're actually visiting you, sort of check in on you. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and I woke up one, one night because I had a dream about George. And so I woke up, thought, George just came to me, and I thought, okay, I have to write, now this is the time to write the song. So I got up in the morning, I took that one line, I sat down and wrote the song for George. Wow. Wow. Well, I expect George probably has approved of that song, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's the way it should be, is the next song we're going to get to. Anything you want to tell us about this? You know, I'm. Yeah, I guess I'm not. I'm not one of those people that complains about stuff. You know, if something happens, you know, I. One of the things I didn't say, I was I was a police officer uh, for 32 years. Oh and, wow! And I retired after 32 years. I retired as a detective lieutenant. Well, between rodeo, between horse training, and and being a cop, there's a lot of things you have no control over. Right. And so rather than sit there and moan about it, you just have to shrug it off and say, hey, that's the way it's supposed to be. That's the way it should be. That's the way God planned it. And, you know, he has a better idea what my future is than I ever will. So you just have to say, okay, it's in your hands. And whatever whatever is, is, is exactly the way it is. And that's just the way it should be. Wow. Wow. Well, let's take a listen to that. That's the way it should be. And, by the way, let me thank you for your 32 years of service as well so I loved it. let's take a listen this is Bob Marshall that's the way it should be 
Bible's worth reading line by line. Life's worth living one day at a time. Bourbon's worth sipping, toes worth dipping from the bank of the creek. If Elf sent drifting on a July day, loading in the last of the summer's hay, cashing that paycheck, feeling like a redneck on the last work day of the week. Cause that's the way it should be. Yeah, that's the way it should be. Even if it isn't pleasing, every moment has a reason. That's what living's about. Bob on the line. 
You know, Bob, uh, we finally got to meet at the uh, Pro Cowboy Country Artist Awards now a um, couple of years ago. That was so much fun. Wasn't that a yeah, was. fun? Um, but you you are an award winner, and you've been nominated. You've got some interesting nominations going on for 2020. Detroit <laughs> Music Awards, Outstanding Country Singer of the Year, Songwriter of the Year. Um, let's see, Outstanding Vocalist of the Year by the Red Carpet Music Awards of Netherlands in 2020. I, yeah, I, I was filled with that no, one. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah. And it looks like, um, I know, who knows what will happen. It seems like the world's opening back up again now. But it looks like you're planning on, on going over, is it for that award show in Netherlands? I wouldn't miss that for the world. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, I, I know I have an audience over in Europe. Uh, but so I was kind of surprised when I, when I was notified of that and was like, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to go over for that. Yeah, exciting. And you've won um, the Academy of Western Artists Award. You've won that in the past, and it looks like you were nominated for that one again, which, of course, unfortunately, that's been delayed. Um, I right. saw a picture of you on Facebook with, I think, was it with Randy Travis, and you're holding yeah. your AWA Award? Yeah, Tell us a little know, bit about it. Which was, that was so yeah. exciting for me. I've, I've always loved Randy Travis. He has the most iconic voice in, in country music, as far as I'm concerned. And so the chance to meet him, so between winning the award that night and meeting having Randy Travis, I was like on cloud nine. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, yeah, he's, he's one talented, of my favorites, yeah. Talented guy. Sorry he's had yep. such physical problems, but uh, talented, talented guy. So we're going to get to as many songs as we can. Uh, we're not going to be able to get to everything. But there's another another great song from the CD that I'd like to go to now. It's called Breathe. Tell us about that one. Uh, okay. Uh, I think we've all been in that, that, that kind of relationship where you invest everything into it, and it comes to an end. Uh-huh. And uh, you think you may die because it's, it's over, and you pray that you will, and every single second just ticks by like it's an hour yeah and it just sort of drags on and that's that's sort of what the the song's about all right well let's take a listen to breathe bobby i'm glad i've never been in any kind of relationship like that oh i have been there and this song spoke to me <laughs> let's take a listen Hardwood stretch wall to wall Lay 
here and watch as the morning light spreads Ticking off the time as the second hand Pounds in my head I breathe in I breathe out That's what living life without you is about I breathe out I breathe in Without you I don't know where to begin But breathing Find myself alone at the table for two Listening to the words of a sad country tune Never could imagine you walking away Couldn't have dreamed how I'd count off my days Tick off my days
Mm-hmm. Oh, that that is great. Well, it's a great CD, and and the next song we're going to get to is one that I really enjoy because it brought back so many great memories for me of growing up, and it's one called The Old Horse Barn. How did you come to write this one? <laughs> that was actually kind of funny. Uh, I, I record down in Austin, just outside of Austin, Texas, and uh, we we went through, I originally went into the studio, and I had, I think I had 16 songs all together, <clears throat> and... So I, you had to cull the herd somehow, and so I eliminated some songs, and the soundtrack for this, the actual tracks, were finished, and the more I did this, like, I, I don't like the lyrics of the song, and because it had nothing to do with the old horse barn. It was a completely different topic. It was about, have you ever heard the term drugstore cowboy? Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. That, well, it was about, that was the name of a drugstore cowboy, and I thought, I don't like it, and so... My producer, Merle Brigante, said, well, you're a songwriter, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. He's writing new lyrics. <laughs> a little so challenge. So two days sitting in the hotel in the evenings after recording, I rewrote this one. And this is a, you asked about the process earlier, and this is a good example. <clears throat> the, uh, the second verse of this song actually started out as the first verse. And so then it's like, okay, now what's a logical progression then? And sometimes if you don't know where the song's going, take what you have and and push it back to the second verse and come up with a new first verse. And that's what I did wow. here. Wow. And it's just it's one of those things that, like you said, I mean, you're, you're raised on a ranch, you're raised on a farm. You know you as a kid you've played in the barns. And oh, I think yeah. everybody that's ever been raised on a ranch or farm knows that, and they have a special feeling for... Uh, the old horse barn well this is a great song i think our audience is going to certainly love this it's called the old horse barn it's from the cd that's the way it should be forty years today i walked away moved out on my own Parting with my family and the Colorado home. The dearest thing I took with me were the memories that it brought of messing in the old horse barn, my favorite playground spot. Playing on that old thick rope, swinging wall to wall, long hours in the hayloft or hiding in the stalls that old horse barn held magic beneath the sticky roof those things that taught and grounded us cowboy boots and hoofs inside those walls of knotted wood we learned about respect we knew the love of
the long gray road of gravel stone that winds beneath the trees to a battered board and batten barn cottonwood on the breeze there's a turned up horseshoe above the door to hold the good luck in and the roof of faded cedar shake is patched with bits of tin it's not what I remember from those memories of my youth But the good times there that I recall are pure as gospel truth That old horse barn had magic beneath the sticky roof Those things that taught and grounded us were cowboy boots and hoofs Inside those walls of knotted wood We learned about respect We knew the love of family And feeling we were blessed Else. And, right. uh, so this is 
this is sort of written from that perspective for those people that, you know, at some point in time taking your life back and, you know, maybe quitting the job, quitting that nine to five and doing what you really love to do. And, you know, sometimes it's just, it's just more important than all the money in the world is being satisfied with what you're doing. Well, it's another great song from the CD. That's the way it should be. It's Bob Marshall, I Got My Life Again. I know they're saying otherwise, but I'm doing fine. I left that nine to five. It was long past time. Home where I was living, sold three years ago. I moved out of the city, in case you want to know. To a life shack in the country, on a Rocky Mountain rim. I'm doing fine, I'm happy, I've got my life again. This cowboy life I'm living, it just suits me fine. Dreamt about these mountains and this rugged pine tree line Working these old cattle, feeling clean again Washing off that city life like a preacher cleanses sin It doesn't matter where I've been Got my life again There's a lot of burning bridges that I leave behind Memories that haunt me, feelings that remind Wishes that abandoned me, left my soul for dead Lies I've heard from others, even more I've said I've cleared away those shadows of my past Got my life again This cowboy life I'm living, it just sits me fine Dreamt these mountains and this rugged pine tree line Working these old cattle, feeling clean again Washing off that city life like a preacher cleanses sin It doesn't matter where I've been Got my life again It took some time and praying to get my spirit right Giving up alarm clocks now rising with the light Knowing that the greatest gift I can give myself Is playing with the hand I hold, the one that I've been dealt This cowboy life I'm living, it just suits me fine I've dreamt about these mountains and this rugged pine tree line Working these old cattle Feeling clean again Washing off that city life Like a preacher cleanses sin It doesn't matter where I've been Got my life again It doesn't matter where I've been Got my life again It doesn't matter where I've been Got my life again I know they're saying otherwise 
but I'm doing fine. I got my life again, Bob Marshall. Bob, this has been the quickest doggone hour for me. It is. I don't know about you. But yeah, so you've just been a great guest, and I know our worldwide audience out there is looking forward to picking up your music. So where can they do that? A couple different places. Uh, they can go to bobmarshallband.com. That's my website. Uh, they can leave me a message. They can uh, hook up onto my my uh, mailing list if they'd like to keep updated on news. Uh, they can they can cruise through the the whole website and check out. Uh, some photos we have there. They can even join my friend club. I call it my VIP group. I don't have fans. I have friends. Wow. And <laughs> I have a VIP group. There's a special little area there. Uh, they can also pick up the uh, the albums on uh, Amazon.com. And I'd like to invite them all to follow me on Facebook, Bob Marshall or Bob Marshall Band, either one. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Bob Marshall Band. I'm on Instagram, Bob Marshall Band. Are you catching the theme here? <laughs> I am a little bit. Just I'm, a little writing bit. This, I'm writing this down. Bob Marshall with two L's, band. Yeah. <laughs> I really, oh, really appreciate you guys having me on. I can't tell you. You, know, you always make me feel at home. Well, I appreciate it. And, and thank you to you and Bobby for letting me actually be on the show this time. You know, I'm, Yeah, well, you know, we, we figured it was... <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, Bob, thank you so much for being with us. Again, you have been absolutely a great guest. And we're going to close out this segment with your song, It's All About Us. Our special guest today has been Bob Marshall, and we'll be back in just a moment.
Legacy Radio Network, and when we come back, we're going to be traveling to the Big South Fork of East Tennessee to talk with Donna Martin, owner of True West Campground and Stables. Big enough for a man to dream back home. 
grass grows My home where the short grass grows The short grass America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. That was Short Grass with R.W. Hampton. And we're going to welcome to the show now Miss Donna Martin, who is the owner of True West Campground and Stables in the Big South Fork of East Tennessee, one of the favorite riding destinations of people throughout the Southeast. Donna, welcome to the show. Thank you, Gary. It's great to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Well, glad to have you with us. So you have kind of a unique campground there at True West. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, Well, um, it's unique in the fact that we have a number of different lodging options, um, and we cater to the horses as much as we cater to our guests. So recently um, we added what's called West Glam Frontier, it's an additional two acres that we added to the original campground, and it has covered wagons and teepees on it, which are um, glamped out for those people who are looking for a little bit more comfort when they're camping instead of a tent or maybe a weekender package. Um, and they've been really popular last year when we added them, so we're, we're looking forward to seeing more activity with them again this year. We'll also be adding a rec- the dog park um, this year. And let's see, so catering to the horses, so we have a 67-stall barn, and we feel that your horses are just as much of a guest at at True West as you are. Amen to that. Amen to that. Well, Mm -hmm. one of the things that's unique, I'll get that out in just a minute, unique about True West is you look like an old western town when you pull up. Yeah, you do. You do. So kind of describe that for us. What's what's contained in those buildings when you pull into True West? Well, it's actually one large building. Initially, when the building was built uh, over 20 years ago, it was meant to be a store, but that never really happened. So over the course of time, it's, it's kind of um, been redesigned. So half of the building actually is where my husband, Sean, and I live. So we're on site all the time. And then okay. the other half of the building, we have a store downstairs. It has two rooms in the store. So we have all kinds of um, equine gifts and um, uh, apparel, pack, home goods, almost anything you can name that has to do with horses. Uh, and then upstairs, we have what's called a Marshall Suite. It's like a little apartment. And it's one of the um, different options that we offer for lodging. So you can sleep up to eight up there. It's very comfortable. It has a full bath. Um, microwave, coffee maker, refrigerator. It's almost like a little apartment. You can sleep up to eight people. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, it is a unique campground. And, and again, the building, when you come up, it's just like driving into an old western town. And uh, Bobby Jean, you'd probably enjoy the glamping that's going on with the covered wagons and the teepees. Yes, I just posted some photos of the uh, wagons that look so fun. Even in winter, they look fun. <laughs> oh, yes. They have heat and AC, so you can camp in them winter or summer. And with an 8-inch memory foam mattress on the king-size bed, mm, very comfortable. Whoa. 
whoa, whoa. Now, how many campsites do you have at True West? Well, you have 33 campsites, but then we've got um, seven lodging options. So we're up to about 37, and then we have plenty of space for tents as well. So we can probably accommodate uh, at least 40 to 45 campers here between tents, wow. the lodging, and the current sites. Yep. Wow, wow. Now tell us a little bit about the Big South Fork. For, for folks that maybe are listening in Germany or uh, Australia that might be planning their trip for this next year, talk to us a little oh, bit sure. about the Big South Fork itself. Yep, so Big South Fork actually is located in Middle Tennessee. It's in the northern part of Middle Tennessee. It's 125,000 acres, and there are several um, miles of trails. Just for horse trails alone, there's about 300 miles of trails. We also have mountain biking trails and hiking trails. Uh, There's all kinds of recreational activities available in Big South Fork. There's canoeing, kayaking, uh, as I mentioned, hiking, biking, riding, there's fishing. There's actually some rock climbing in some areas. Uh, you also wow. have all kinds of, yep, all kind. I mean, almost any kind of outdoor recreation you can name, um, you can do in Big South Fork. It's just a, a phenomenal national park. Uh, beautiful to walk through. Uh, I've done some recent hiking in there. Beautiful wildflowers, great um, creeks and stuff that you can cross or hike along. The same thing with the equine trails. You actually can ride along some of those creeks and cross the creeks. Lots of water there for your horses when you're riding. Uh, lots of overlooks, ledges, um, all kinds of uh, A little bit of history in there as well. So it really yeah. makes for an interesting area to visit. Well, it is. And uh, and I think a big part of the park at one time used to, used to be uh, used for mining and timber uh, harvesting as well, didn't it? That's correct. And uh, actually, there are still some areas uh, in the park that you can visit that used to be the old mining areas. Uh, some of them are, are tourist um, visiting areas. Uh, you may even see some remnants of uh, some of the older, uh, like the the bridges that used to be there, um, things like that you may see along the trails. Some of the old homesteads, because at one time it was actually uh, home to a lot of people before the park was actually formed. That is one of the most, and by the way, for folks that are listening, that is one of my favorite places to go to trail ride is the Big South Fork. And uh, and it's pretty interesting when you're riding through to see some of the old homesteads, you know, some of the foundations that are still up and uh, maybe a cemetery or two that may be up there. Uh, oh, yes. Just, just a lot of history in the park. And uh, not only do you host people to come and stay at True West, but uh, you take people on some adventures occasionally as well, don't you, like Cherry Creek Lodge? Uh, Yes, we do. Cherry Creek is actually one of the homesteads that are still standing in Big South Fork. Um, It's on our National Historical Register. It's very nostalgic to go there and visit. Um, There's no electricity or running water, and it really adds to uh, a special element to your trip to to, uh, Big South Fork and True West. And if you want to find out how tall people were back in the day, (laughs) just go into the lodge and duck your head because people were not quite as tall as as they are today. But uh, just a just a beautiful place to ride. And one of the nice things too is that uh, 
In the Big South Fork, there's a lot of sandstone, so makes it easy footing for the horses as well, doesn't it? That's correct. One of the questions that a lot of our campers ask us is whether or not their horses need shoes. And the stone, as you mentioned, in Big South Fork is mostly sandstone, so there's more of a grit. It's almost like a sandpaper, so your horses don't slide as much. Um, it's hard for us to answer whether they actually do need shoes or not because it really depends on the horse. But if you're looking for grip, you don't need shoes for grip because really there's plenty of natural grip throughout the park. Yeah, yeah. I know I've ridden in what's called the Cumberland uh, Trailhead, and you drive ride down through there, and you, you it's like, who came out and dumped all this sand on the trails? <laughs> <laughs> and yep. it, Bobby, it's actually from the sandstone that's out there mm -hmm. so absolutely great great riding and uh, so let's talk just a little bit Donna about uh, uh, COVID-19 and what's going on in the parks right now it's a national park it is a national park and um, it's sad that COVID-19 has impacted so many small businesses throughout the United States uh, the campgrounds in this area is uh, are, are not um, are not operating mostly at this time. Big South Fork is closed due to COVID-19, so there currently is no riding in the park. We don't have a date as of yet when that will happen. Uh, as of tomorrow, businesses can start opening. Uh, campgrounds will be opened. There are some private trails in the area where you can ride. Uh, there's been lots of changes, of course, with COVID-19 in terms of um, better hygiene and social distancing. A lot of, uh, unfortunately, a lot of the events have been canceled. Um, so, but we're making do, we're, we're strong, we'll survive. Uh, we'll just have a new normal. So here at True West Campground, we'll be, um, our common area is currently closed. Our, our events, which would normally have more than 10 people are currently canceled and we'll start uh, opening those up a little slower as time goes on and as the uh, CDC guidelines and the and the state of Tennessee guidelines have uh, relaxed a little bit more. Um, we have reduced hours in our store, but we're always available and open for our customers that are here on site. Yeah, and, and, and I, I just want to mention, I don't think it's going to be that long before the national parks are open back up again, so you can get out and enjoy the trail riding. Uh, how far in advance do people usually book with you to come and stay? Oh, we have people that book a year in advance. Um, they've got their sites that they love at True West, and so before they leave for one reservation, they'll book their next one going forward. Uh, depending on the time of the year, October is a very, very busy time for this whole area, so a lot of people will need to book well in advance. And the same typically for Memorial Day, but with COVID-19, that's been, it's a little changed there. But um, as the states start opening up, we'll probably get a little bit busier as people need to get out and uh, get a little bit of fresh air and to stay healthy. So the booking in advance is always recommended. We do also now, this year, we implemented an online reservation system, which is available through our website. So anyone can book there at any time. Oh, that's great. That is great. Well, I'm going to tell you, I think there is going to be a lot of pent-up demand from people to be able to get back out and on the horse trails. 
and uh and to do some camping again and so i would recommend that uh you kind of keep that in mind and just maybe book your reservations uh in advance and fall is an absolutely gorgeous time in tennessee with all of the colors and uh it's beautiful it's beautiful anytime in the big south fork i love the springs absolutely through the big south fork but uh, but fall is also a gorgeous time as well. So give us your website. TrueWestCampground.com TrueWestCampground.com That couldn't be any easier. TrueWestCampground.com <laughs> And you've got a great website. You Thank absolutely you. have a great website. So I would encourage people to go to that and take a look at, uh, at True West. And uh, people just love coming and staying with you, Donna. They do, and we love our campers, too. Um, you know, going back to a little bit of what you said a while ago about how we're unique, uh, one of the, the things that we're unique about, not so much the buildings, but the way, like I said, that our, our horses or your horses are our guests as much as uh, you are, one of the things that we do that's unique is that when you pull up to True West, we have you um, check in at the office, and then when you go out to the barn, the heaviest to carry into that barn is your horse's lead rope because when you wow. step onto the property of true west campground we help you get unpacked and, and settled into your site so that you can start your vacation as soon as possible a lot of times when you when you're going horse camping you've got so much to do um that involves around your horse between the hay and the grain and the tack and the grooming tools and everything else it could take you up to an hour to unload your trailer at the tr- at the barn before you can finally get on your site and then start unloading and setting up at your site. At True West, we meet you at the barn. We've got an ATV and a wagon. We load everything into that wagon. We carry it right over to your stall for you. You just walk in with your horse and put him in. That first time, we'll help you fill your buckets when you first get there, and then we get you all unloaded at the barn, and you're headed to your site within half an hour tops. Wow. Wow. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. We like to call and, it, we like to call that horse fatality. <laughs> <laughs> I like that horse fatality, but uh, and you can only find that at True West. So I'm going to encourage right. people to go visit TrueWest.com. Check them out. Go ahead and book your reservations. By fall, everything is going to be opened back up, and probably before sure then. But mm-hmm. uh, but a great. Great, great place to spend your fall in Tennessee. Enjoy the beautiful colors. Enjoy the hospitality of True West. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, it'd be great to visit with Donna and her family. You're kind of a family-run operation, aren't you? Oh, yes, we are. My husband and myself and our daughter, Brittany, who run the campground. And she now has two children who come with her every day to work. And so soon Weston and Maverick will be part of True West as well. Oh, John that's can't great. Wait to put a fork in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. That is great. Well, you've been great. Website, people would, thank you. Well, yeah, people go, go to our website. We are keeping them up to date on the COVID-19. So, and when the park will open, we will sure to let everybody know. Well, <laughs> please do, because I'm kind of getting anxious to head back up that way myself. And uh, uh, looking forward to doing that. Looking forward to coming by and visiting with you. Yes, we hope we hope to see you then. Absolutely. 
All right. TrueWestCampground.com. Donna Martin and her family will bring out the hospitality and make you feel right at home. And Donna, thanks for being with us today. No, thank you for having me, Gary. Stay well. All right. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Sunrise loaded up the horses, we were gone. I crossed with Vita Pass through that sweet San Luis Valley, rode along. That's one creek up ahead, 10,000 feet of mountain, we'll be there by noon. We're hauling Colorado horses down the winter. Straight on to Durango To Four Corners That old Ford was making ground We stretched the horse's legs At Tito's house Watched the desert sun go down Yeah, camp out in the nations And we listened to An Aaron sister's tune Yeah, hauling Colorado horses Down the winter I called the boss in Wickenburg just to let him know when we'd be rolling in. Fed the horses, fed ourselves, picked some guitar while the firelight grew dim. Then we passed the bottle round, watched the night time turn the morning way too soon. We're hauling Colorado horses just to win underneath the Arizona. And dudes into the hills They'd take us to the river Where the voice of Mother Nature Won't be still Well, I ain't no big time banker But I know exactly what I should be doing That's hauling Colorado horses Down the winter beneath the Arizona moon that's hauling Colorado horses down to where beneath the Arizona Mr. Dan McCorson, Colorado horses, and uh, Bobby, it has been so much fun to visit with Bob Marshall today and share his great music. Isn't he a cool guy, isn't he? Oh, yes. <laughs> I always enjoy him. I, I can't believe it was been three years, Gary. Some of our guests, we we don't get to visit with them often enough. <laughs> well, it, it amazes me when I go back and we have a guest schedule, and I and I like to go back and kind of preview the previous show. And when I find out it's been three or four or five years ago, it's like, golly Moses, how quickly time mm-hmm. is passing. Just unbelievable. But he was a lot of fun, and um, and one day, Bobby, we're going to get you and Jim and maybe take you up to the Big South Fork. It's absolutely beautiful up there. 
And uh, I know we've and, we've had we've we've talked about that area before, and it does. And you look at photos, and it's just breathtaking. Yeah, yeah. But Donna Martin was a great guest. It's truewestcampground.com to connect with them, and uh, and I would suggest that you make your reservations early for this fall because I think everything will be kind of rolling back out again and back to normal uh, as far as a new normal anyway through this COVID-19 thing but um, I want to get to another song real quick and this is one by our good friend Kristen Harris and we had her on just a few months ago I guess it's been a few months ago time goes so quickly I can't keep up but it's uh, it's a great song she did called Wildfire and when we come back we're going to talk to Bobby Jean Bell and she's got some exciting things that are going on with Out West. So we'll find out about that when we come back on Saddle Up America.
Kristen Harris with her cover of the great Michael Martin Murphy song, Wildfire. Welcome back to Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. And uh, and I want to take just a minute to brag on my co-host, Bobby Jean Bell. Bobby absolutely loves the Western genre and everything that that entails, whether it be the music, the poetry, the authors, and she really does so much to help promote all of those different areas, whether it be poetry or, or authors or music, and uh, and doing some great things on Facebook. And, uh, and dadgummit, she's gotten really good at this YouTube stuff as well. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, we're okay. on we're on we're on Instagram now too. I think I did my first Instagram post about the contest the other day, and I didn't know what I was doing. It intimidates me like heck, but yeah, I did uh, an Instagram post. <laughs> oh gosh, well I, I we're we're now on Instagram too with the Question Legacy Radio, and I just finally gave in and joined that about two weeks ago, I guess. But one of the things that you may not know is Bobby and her husband, Jim, have a great online store called the Out West Shops. And they absolutely have some fantastic Western clothing. So whether you're a performer or whether you're a, a horseback rider or whether you're interested in any of the different things that they offer, uh, they've got it. And they ship all over the world. I mean, it's they've got customers all over the world. But uh, right now, Bobby, you have a contest that's going on that I think ends tonight. So how about telling us about that contest and how people can get involved right quick? Absolutely. It's called the It's a Great Day Out West uh, Facebook giveaway. It's a huge giveaway. We've never done a Facebook contest before, and I know they've been around for a number of years now. And we decided, well, if we're going to do one, let's make it really big. So uh, it has an estimated retail value. The giveaway of the grand prize is $550 of various Out West shop merchandise. And so it does. you do need, as an entry, you do need to have a USA shipping address because we will be boxing this up and shipping it out. Um, and we also have a first prize winner for a $100 Out West Shop gift certificate. And it's very simple to enter, um, and there's lots of information. I just posted on my Bobby Jean Bell page a link to a video about it. But just go to, out on Facebook, Out West Shop. Out West is one word, Out West and a space shop. And right there, right at the top, you'll see um, a new post today, and I'm, I'm in a, pink, a beautiful pink scarf. Can't, can't miss it. Um, you can click that and get all the details, but very simple on that post or any contest post, you just like it. And then in the comment box, you write, it's always a great day out west. Then you go to register, step three. You click the link in the register spot, and it'll take you to our website. You do need to register for our Out West Scott, excuse me, Out West Scott, uh, Out West Scout newsletter, and you're done. And um, it ends at midnight. 
All right. And Bobby Jean is always up at midnight. Matter of fact, she's always up oh, at 2 I'll o'clock in the morning. I'll be up. Yeah, I'll, I'll be up tonight, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, if if you guys are interested in any, any Western wear, Out West Shop is the place to go and pick that up. So whether you're a performer or whether you're just a trail rider or whether you're a rodeo performer or whatever, you, you need to check out her website. And, uh, and as I said, they ship all over the world. So you need to do that. But what a great opportunity to go ahead and enter that contest today. So you don't have to wait a long time. It ends tonight at midnight. Oh, yes. And, and you know, yeah. there's a, there's a, there's a real popular trend going on right now, Gary, that um, you may or may not be aware of uh, scarves, the wearing of scarves and bandanas. And, I can believe uh, that. I can believe these that. Are, these are basics in, in wardrobes of not just Westerners, but, you know, basics in wardrobes. But right now they're kind of back in the news again. And, yes, we have bandanas. <laughs> All right. We don't, have, we don't have thousands of them, but we have them. So, um, uh, so we have accessories as well, like silk scarves and um, wonderful um, cotton, 100% cotton bandanas. Yeah, so if you don't right have a, if you don't have a mask, you can always wear a bandana and a scarf over your nose and your mouth, and and uh, don't do like me and wear it into the grocery store where they thought they were getting robbed when I came in with my bandana. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so visit the Out West Shop, enter her contest, and that's Out West Shop to find out all the information. Uh, yeah. on- Facebook. Yes, um, yes. Out West Shop is the Facebook page, and the website is outwestshop.com. All right. Very good. Very good. So a great opportunity for you to pick up some merchandise that way. And uh, that $100 gift certificate would come in pretty handy for almost anybody, I think. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Anyway. I want to mention we have a new show that aired a couple of weeks ago called uh, The Living Room Sessions, and that airs on Saturdays at 12 noon. And so far, we've had Joni Harms and we've had Jim Jones. This Saturday is the amazing Miss Mary Kay. And uh, we've got a great lineup for throughout the rest of May and starting into June. But uh, you can have a concert right in the privacy of your own home, at your living room, or wherever you are. And I'm telling you, uh, I'm learning some stuff about these performers as they tell about the songs that they've written and the stories behind it that I never knew about. And uh, so it's, it's a lot of fun. But that's called The Living Room Sessions, and you can find uh, those on our website, equestrianlegacy.net as well. And um, I pre-record that show, Bobby, on Tuesday, and then it airs on Saturday, and uh, again at 12 o'clock Central Standard Time, and I just recorded the show with Mary Kay, and she's been a friend for about seven years, I guess, and I found out things I never knew about her, and so mm-hmm. it's, it's another great show. But we've got some great guests that are lined up throughout the month of uh, March and and now, uh, not March, May, and on into June. Has this year year gone by fast for you? I I really can't believe that tomorrow's May 1st and that we've been 
you know, living under kind of this um, odd uh, shuddering, um, this, this shadow since early March. My, my mom, where she lives, she's been quarantined since almost the last week of February. So yeah. um, it, it's just hard to believe that, you know, it, it has gone, it's gone quickly. We don't, it doesn't always feel like it, but it, ultimately it has. It's gone quickly. Tomorrow's May first. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to wrap my head around. Hey, by the way, I want to mention that uh, our rendezvous, Equestrian Legacies Rendezvous, uh, was scheduled for June the 18th through the 20th, but because of the COVID-19 situation, we have delayed that, and that now will be taking place October the 29th through the 31st at the Circle E Guest Ranch here in Tennessee, and we have some great entertainment lined up for you. Uh, three days of fabulous trail riding, and uh, and we've got everything from the Equus Film Festival that's going to be there to uh, wild Mustang demonstrations, and, and we're actually going to have an auction, Bobby, of Mustangs and Burroughs on mm-hmm. Saturday of that weekend. And then, as always, we'll have some great vendors that are going to be there for you to do your shopping with. So mark your calendar. Make your reservations now for Equestrian Legacy Radio's Rendezvous 2020. And uh, that will, again, be taking place October the 29th through the 30th. And we've got people that are coming from all across the United States to come and take part of that in that. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, any kind of closing thoughts that you have today? Um, my goodness, I'm, I'm flat footed. I will say, um, that right now, while, um, the the time is a little bit different than normal, all those things that you say to yourself, if I only had the time, I would, what would it be? Now is the time. <laughs> Write a book, start a memoir, interview family members to get their stories, organize a closet, empty the junk drawer. You know, all the things that you've always said, if I only had the time, this may be the time. This may be the time. i tell you what, last night I was thinking about some of the different things that I just haven't taken advantage of in the past that I can't right now. But I actually made a list of things in in uh, uh, Tennessee, particularly in Middle Tennessee where I am, that uh, when this thing is all over with, I'm going to go and do and see and uh, and just get out and enjoy myself. So anyway, next week is the first week of May, and we have uh, Bridget and Johnny Reddy who are going to be joining us as our guest on the Campfire Cafe. I'm so looking forward to having them on there. They are from Montana, and um, Bridget has been performing at Elko for the past 12 years, and I think she was like maybe 9 or 10 when she started. But she's a terrifically talented young lady, both as a poet and a singer, and her and her brother Johnny is a great guitarist, and they harmonize together. So they're going to be a lot of fun. And then uh, Jim McGarvey will be back with us with that Country Horseman of America on Saddle Up America, and um, 
I'm just thinking we've got Mary Kay this week on the living room sessions. And then next week on Saturday, Mike Blakely is going to be joining us and a super talented guy. And he's been on the Campfire Cafe with us before, hasn't he? Yes, he has. And he's a wonderful author as well. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So we're going to have a lot of fun with him as well on uh, next Saturday. So that's about all I've got today, Bobby. It's a great day out west, but it's a great day out here in the southeast as well. <laughs> out west is wherever you hang your hat, you know. It it really is. It really is. It is. We it's want to attitude. Thank- it's attitude. It, it is. It is. And uh, my attitude is going to be much better going forward than maybe it has been in the past about getting out and enjoying some of the things that we really have just taken for granted, you know, just like going out to dinner or going to yep, a concert yep. and seeing our favorite performers. And mm-hmm. uh, so I'm going to do more of that as this, this thing eases up and we get back to a new normal. But anyway, want to thank you all for listening today to the Campfire Cafe in Saddle Up America. Tune in Saturday for the living room sessions. You can find and listen to all of those at equestrianlegacy.net. You can listen to almost 600 shows now that we've got that you can go back and listen to the archive podcast to. So, uh, you know Jeff Gore? I was unfamiliar with Jeff Gore, so I I was excited to see a name I didn't know on the playlist, and it was fun learning a little bit about him. Jeff is a great performer, and he's also a pastor, but he's also a great uh, actor. He's been in a lot of different movies, and we're going to close the show out today with one of his terrific songs called Soarbacked Horses and Sunburnt Men. We thank you for listening to Equestrian Legacy Radio. And the day begins And the day lies before you And your life is too good to be true You're living out a dream of generations Gone before you with a story Played out time and time again Soberg horses And sunburnt men Soarbacked horses and sunburnt men
And the day lies before you And your life is too good to be true You're living out a dream of generations Gone before you with a story Played out time and time again Soarbacked horses and sunburned men Soarbacked horses and sunburned men Soarbacked horses and sunburned men